Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hello and welcome to the NXT Review. We are the Dudley Boys of What Culture. I'm Adam Wilborn, joined by Michael Havlett and Michael Sidgwick to review everything that happened on last night's episode of NXT. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and YouTube, hmm. where we do daily wrestling podcasts where we not only review the show formerly known as NXT Dupont. Pay-per-views, brilliant live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a roundup of the week complete. A quiz, of course, on WrestleCulture. As I said, though, joined by Hamlet and Cedric for you last night's NXT. One of the best shows ever. No, sorry. What's for me? I think I'm going to be old uh, middleman Mike, old fence sitter on this one. It was all right. It sucked. I, I thought this was one of the best shows I've ever seen. Well, we've covered it then, haven't we? Uh, I mean, it was not a good show if you're a wrestling fan in mm. any criteria of professional wrestling, <laughs> uh, actively pretty bad. I I might have some fun with it. Stick around. In fact, oh. we did, oh, I'm a, I almost certainly will. Yeah. I, they could have done anything they wanted after that opening match, and I'd have still loved it. It's the reverse of the usual Wilborn principle, isn't it? Because normally mm-hmm. you need the hot yes. stuff to come in the last five yes. minutes, and then that's the only thing you remember. Whereas the start was so hot, yes. you just went into a coma pretty much after that. that. Like the had all the best wrestling. Like the dog who's been to the beach. Yeah. And he's had a little paddle and he shook himself dry. And when you finally get him home, he's all tuckered out. <laughs> but he's in a sort of a blissful state of fatigue. And because it was so early you on. You are the, a dog. So it was because yeah. it was so early on in the show, it was obviously earlier in the morning that I was watching this. Mm. I almost gave myself a hernia not waking up Eric and Aunt Louise when they counted the three. It was like it was you. It was the noise Let's you go make. Downstairs? It's the noise you make. I can't be asked. Uh, it's the noise you make with just bleed, but just in celebration. Uh, it's like uh, <laughs> they're so happy <laughs> that it regained, which actually technically makes them twice as good as the likes of uh, American Alpha, DIY, uh, War Raiders. Already, yeah. So, and that's just that's just facts. I'm just stating facts here. So do you know that? So so by that logic, by your logic, Mm -hmm. right? The Miz is better than (laughs) yes. Miz is better than Bret Hart. He's eight times as good as Gunther, isn't he? Technically, that's what he's telling us. He he never shows it, does he? He always tells us. We're gonna find out for sure at Survivor Series, aren't we? Uh, anyway, should we get into this show? Yeah. Yeah. Um, because it, it st- started with the, the best storyline in wrestling right now. Uh, the ongoing scandal at... I, I, I don't know if he believes it or not. Yeah, I, 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 well, what, one of? 
qualify. Yeah. One of you, bloodline as well. Um, the uh, ongoing scandal at Chase U, I'm heavily invested in this, I have to say. And I thought that the way that they just weaved it. Uh, you, sound like you, you sound like you're coming. Yeah. I'm pretty close, to be honest, guys. Uh, they you spoof, had Tony D there for yeah, a minute. They, uh, spoof of uh, like a newsreel. Mm. You saw it for the, the trailer. Obviously, we all watched the trailer for uh, NXT because we were so excited about yep. it. Uh, and uh, they meet Chase U on the way into the building. All the cameras are going off, et cetera, et cetera. And Andre Chase addresses the... Uh, the investigation saying, look, I'm fully cooperating, but uh, we've got a title match to win. Uh, he looks a bit of a state. He's a bit disheveled. Duke Hudson, loving life, still in the best of moods. He's got his trophy, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, JC Jane's kind of kind of looking, trying to look at least a little bit inconspicuous. Same as Thea Hale. And Chase U student section. Boy, it's, it's horrible to see that. No one, you never want to see that. Just people just, not even sitting on their hands, they were just... Glum. There was people walking out during this. Imagine Remiss. leaving NXT during the show. That's how scandalous this has to be. Look, shut up. There was the I'm cooperating with the investigation. Quite a well-observed line, that, because that is what everyone says when they are banged to rights yeah, yeah, yeah. and they can't say, oh, I'm guilty, and they're just hanging on to the pretense of innocence. I like the Chase U guy reading his copy of Normal News Daily. Like, oh, let's see what's happening in the uh, Normal News rather than watch Chase U. I like the... Oh, uh, let's remember oh. to watch the Normal Stream tonight. Yeah. I like the Chase U thing. The, the people in the crowd, like, losing faith in Andre Chase. So good. As part it's of the ongoing so investigation. fake. How, do you, I think it's... I, it, I, I, just, I want to know, how, know how, how deep this scandal goes. I think, it, you know, Chase Gate, as I'm calling it. Andre Chase, the devil. Oh, my, can you imagine? Nah. It's almost as big as Treygate from yesterday. Oh. This. When you want to get into that, we'll save that for a little bit later on when okay. you get even more fed up people with this have, show. The people have spoken already. Yeah. So. Mm. People are idiots, though, Jeremy. The people are still speaking. Mm, it's, a hot, it's a hot topic. Anyway, let's talk about something we can all agree on, how great this opening match was. It was the family versus Chase U for the tag titles. Andre Chase and Duke Bloody Hudson versus Tony D and our best friend, Stax. Uh, Chase and Stax. So your best friend was MGF. Huh? Chase and Stax start off uh, with some wonderful Bret Hart-esque chain wrestling uh, to begin with. Some roll-ups, cradles, etc. You are particularly excruciating today. Can I just say that? You left this to the last bit it's of the, the day. I've recording been giddier time. and giddier. I don't leave anything. You're the one who tells us when to come into the studio. Actually, yeah, you saw schedule. Yeah, you can set your own drop there, haven't yeah. you? And you fell right into it. <laughs> I just turn up for some reason. Everything breaks down. We are recording this later today, so me and Sage have forgotten most of what happened. Whereas yeah. the one has just spent more time remembering it. Yes. It's the worst case scenario. And, uh, it's the honest, one thing we didn't want to I will happen. say it wasn't my call to record at this time. Right? I just got a little bit of a word from someone who said, been out celebrating a little bit. Would you mind delaying the record so the Von Cord can, can get me over in time? Yeah, so, that is fair enough. Don't blame me. It's not nothing to do with me. <laughs> Everything breaks down. Stax hits a picture-perfect flip dive to take us to a break. Uh, we come back. Duke Bloody Hudson hits a sort of like release rock bottom. Uh, and the student section start walking out. <gasps> what is, honestly, what, what could have caused this? Anyway, um, Hudson's trying to get to the tag, but Andre Chase is distracted by the lack of, you know, mm -hmm. he's normally rabid support from over there. 
Uh, if he does... Give me a C. Oh. Yeah. We're not getting on got there yet. Just Don't jump the gun. So he... Uh, gonna want. Comes in. <laughs> suplexes stacks into Tony D in the corner. High cross body. Everyone's hearts are in their mouths. Two count. Um, a middle rope elbow into a German suplex gives stacks a two count. More students leave. Uh, Hudson hits a slingshot German. Duke Hudson's bloody great, by the way. Uh, goes with the same on Tony D, but that costs him... Uh, Tony gets gets him out of the ring, sends him into the ring steps, uh, but Chase comes off the apron with a big somersault sent on to take out Tony. Um, the family come back into it, though. Uh, they hit that power and glory move of theirs. I thought that was it. Um, in comes Hudson, though, to break it up right at the last second. Uh, he makes his comeback to Andre Chase, and then uh, the Chase U stomps come into it, but the, the lack of student involvement, in fact, the... the Increased walkout as a result of all this distracts him. He gets rolled up, two count, hit with a spine buster. Duke Hudson gets knocked off the apron. Bada bing, bada boom. Chase gets covered by stacks. One, two, three. The family are tag team champions again. It definitely was stacks, wasn't it? Yes. That's good because at one point they will tell the story of. Well, stacks will because he's real. <laughs> turn on Tony D and become the actual boss, the underboss. So maybe they can harken back to this footage and say, well, you know, it was me uh, doing the business. I was the one getting the results. Not yeah. the first time. I was the one argument. who was doing the earning, you know? So that's, I guess, something. Um, it was one good bit of this match, which otherwise was just a rushed procession of moves. Everything's so rushed in NXT, and it just happens. There's no, like, good emoting, because these characters can't do good emoting. It's just... NXT is such is a show that when the wrestling happens, I kind of find it surreal. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I'm watching a match like this, and I'm watching like do moves to each other and barely sell, and it's all very rushed. Yada yada yada, another move. I think, oh yeah, the, the wrestle at the end of this, <laughs> and then I, and I find the experience of the talent on NXT wrestling surreal because it's such a. All right, we have to do this at the end, don't we? Um, I did like the one-two kick out when you thought Andre Chase was doomed. Mm. That got me. I went, ah, oh. I didn't go, like, oh, get in, more of this. I, I didn't go, oh, come on, Chase, you are still believing this institution. I went, ah, oh, that wasn't the finish. I was fooled. I wasn't exhilarated, disappointed. It didn't feel any discernible emotion, actually, but I did go, ah, oh, I was fooled. That feeling says describes as surreal is my favourite thing about NXT because it's just exciting. It's like, oh, I, I like wrestling and these characters that I love are doing the thing I like. That's weird. I like that. Like, as other oh, teachers and the Mafia guys are having a, having a wrestling match. <laughs> yeah. Who'd have thought? I love that feeling. I you like, had a row with Evo yeah. about this on Twitter, didn't you? Yeah. Well, no, not, not a row at not all. Not a row, but I nearly had a row with him. A difference of opinions man, on the show because he does watch it. He is one of the few defenders of the brand. Quite right. He on, likes uh, the wrestling on it. Yeah. Uh, I... I think the wrestling is... Well, a, I'll have no Ibu slander on no. this podcast. He's a, should, he should appreciate more on NXT. It's no more than just about the wrestling. Though. The wrestling is like a welcome addition and sometime distraction on NXT. Yeah. It, it, it serves its purpose. <laughs> on it. I really earnestly mean that. All jokes aside, like I, I could always do with a bit less wrestling in my wrestling, and I get just the right amount on NXT, usually. Uh, this was well-worked and not well-wrestled. I was... I, like, I don't want the wrestling to be bad. When they, have, when they absolutely have to get in the ring... I don't want it to be to just to stink. And some of the execution here was useless. Like I really like like Stack's dive was really good. Yep. 
I did come up for the finish. I think you're compromised, though. Possibly, I yeah. didn't look that's bad. Fair. That's fair. Um, I did come up for the finish. It should be like, we cannot have integrity with them on this bloody podcast. Yeah. I cared who won and lost. Absolutely. Like, I care about both these teams, and I care about them both being champions, so I was interested in the finish. You're the best of both worlds off the back of this. Like This is the, this is the big bang of, like, epic storylines within NXT. They are taking a risk with Chase U. I think it was really great watching Thea Hill get so close and then just fall short and then Chase U doing it as a tag team and maybe like her and JC are going to be part of it and it's all going to be all right. You've taken the belts off from my, like, I'm nervous for where this all goes with the investigation. From Chase U to Chase Poo, more like. Indeed. Bad match. Broadly loved it. Great match. I uh, loved every second of it. Rushed and not great. I'll disagree. But. Like they're, they're just, it's like they go so quickly in a manner that is not remotely exciting. I, I, can, I can't articulate it. It's like, oh, like, move, move, move. Not Vic Joseph. Oh, no. <laughs> like, it should be this, like, all action, like, sugar rush. Yeah. Nothing. There's, there's, no, there's no heft to it. I'm not gripped. I'm not locked in. But I'm like, oh, I don't know. Moves are fast. Like, they go so quickly and yet such, in such an unexciting way. You're not getting speed muscle on NXT, are you? It's like, it's like bang average stuff in 1.5 speed. That's what it is. I was walking on air off the back of this. Uh, Lita announces the uh, A and Suvavu qualifying matches. Uh, Roxanne Perez versus Lash Legend. Trick versus uh, Joe Coffey, as we mentioned on the preview. Dom's walking backstage. Baron Corbin comes up, and they both agree how much they hate Wesley, effectively. Uh, then it was time for Alpha Academy on the Supernova Sessions. Um... Noam says, a special night. Tonight we get to witness Lash Legend qualify for uh, NXT dead lane. Um, tonight's guests are worthy of the Supernova Sessions, but he's got the Heritage Cup in a box with big chains all over it, so no one can take it. He welcomes Alpha Academy. Uh, he says, look, you've received, achieved so much together, beloved by the WWE Universe, but this must be the best thing, uh, being so close to my Heritage Cup. And Chad Gable says, yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, that cup's great. But you are kind of lucky to have it after last week. Jakara Jackson fires in and says, look, Akira Tozawa came close last week, but not close enough. And Tozawa says, mm, you take away the rest of the metaphor and I'd be Heritage Cup champion. Um, Lash says uh, that Dar's keeping the cup on lock, just like she's qualifying for Iron Survivor. And Otis just says, you can say anything you want to me, baby, and thrusts his hips. Lash calls for security. Uh Dar says... Horny, isn't he, Otis? Yeah. Maybe he's a perfect fit for NXT. Mm-hmm. Mm. Dar... Bring, like, the power back. Yeah, it's not been that horny for a no. while, is it, NXT? Dar says, let's stick to the topic. Let's stick to the cup. Uh, and uh, Oramenta says, why don't you just stick to doing your TikTok dance? And everyone starts rowing until Gable shooshes everybody. He says, um, no, I've got a point, though. His name is synonymous with the Heritage Cup. Dar's like, yep. I'm the best. No one can beat me. You have to do a global tournament to pick someone, and they still can't beat me. It's tough at the top. Uh, and Gable says, well, how about to make your life easy? We've got your next challenger right this here. so rubbish. Uh, Dar's what a terrible gag this was. Laughs and says, I see what's happening. And, uh, you know, if he doesn't want to do the match tonight because he's recovering after what Shinsuke did to him, they're implying at this point, by the way, that it's Otis. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, but wait. Why don't we have but a match wait. next week? And he says... He accepts, basically, without confirming who it is. And Maxine Dupree made Otis look a c- <laughs> <laughs> Didn't it? I suppose a little bit, yeah. But no, because he was injured. Like, mega injured off the back of the Nakamura match. Mega injured. Yeah. Shut up, man. Uh, swiveling his hips and all sorts. Look fine. Maxine says, look, he's got a big gas tank. He's got an appetite for destruction. His hips don't lie. And Dar's like, yeah, 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 bring it on. 
And then they go, he's an Olympian. He goes, what? Wait, an Olympian? He's a former tag team champion, former Raw and SmackDown tag team champion. Oh, it says, yeah, no take backs. Chad Gable is the next challenger. Uh, he decks Dar <laughs> and they dance and metaphor. Can't believe what they've agreed to here. Right. First of all, the construction of that very obvious bait and switch gag was not good. Like, really terrible. I find um, Alpha Academy increasingly just, I don't like them anymore. Um, the losers, they're doing the same thing every single week. Chad Gable, like, he's one of the best in wrestling, and he always gets underlooked, undermentioned in those conversations, but he's doing frivolous bollocks like this. Not, I'm not, I don't find it funny. I don't find it amusing. I don't think the setup for that bait and switch gag was very good. And what did I say on the preview? I said that uh, Noam Dar's probably going to act in an obnoxious manner, and then uh, Chad Gable's going to tell him to shoosh. Yep. Yeah. You got it right. It's just, it's, it's just <sighs> crap. Uh, WWE being crap. Yeah, this was just a lot of wrestlers saying words in front of me to get to the match that we knew was definitely going to happen. Like, I I don't know what I think of the metaphor. It's a great entrance. Uh, Noam Dar doesn't have great matches. He probably will have one with Chad Gable, but mm. it's, it's like it's for a trophy that is meaningless. I don't, uh, uh, like, why does like, he have great matches in this character? It's such a weird thing. Yeah, a really polished aesthetic of the metaphor. But that's a, and that's what you're into. It is. <laughs> Well, that's about all they've got at the moment, and I can only uh, put in ooh, six to eight months more investment before I need a bit more. I think I was still in an orgasmic trance because I can barely remember. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Lash Legend an versus... orgasmic trance. Oh, I'm happy. I'm just happy. You can be happy without coming. <laughs> <laughs> Lash Legend versus Roxanne Perez. <laughs> <laughs> I had Survivor Corner by her next. Uh, Roxy dominates early on because, of course, she does. She's Roxanne Perez. Um, knocks Lash out of the ring, goes into the ropes. Jakara Jackson trips her. The ropes had enough at this point. Gets rid of the metaphor. Um, Perez gets countered into an over-the-shoulder backbreaker. Um, Legend drives her into the corner, but she gets sent outside for a slingshot dive. Um, Face blank gets a two-count for Perez. But um, Jakara Jackson just comes back, um, and the referee's like, what are you doing back out here? That's the same question. Go away. And this distraction allows Kiana James, who obviously has got history with Roxanne Perez, uh, and mentioned last week to Tiffany Stellan that they were going to try and screw her out of it, um, grabs onto Perez, Legend hits the pump kick, choke bomb, one, two, three. Lash Legend qualifies for an NXT dead lane and the best match there is. Is that the appropriate verb? What's this? Hits. <laughs> she missed it by f***ing miles. Did she not? She put out. Yes. And it was like her best match ever. Low bar. Best match she's ever had. And she missed it by this much. Yep. Uh, like, like Indy Hartwell taking Xylee's kick on Monday Night Raw looked like, and like the flushest sweet chin music you've ever seen in your life compared to this. But also... Best match ever. Yeah, best match she's ever had. You know, uh, but in bad news, away from that good news, I don't like this Roxanne Perez direction. I don't like it at all. So she, I think they're obviously playing the long game with a heel turn. That she's mm -hmm. gradually getting more and more frustrated. But this is looking like it's going to be the third feud in a row now for Roxanne Perez, 
where she loses all the big matches as a result of the woman that she's feuding with because of interference or shenanigans or whatever, wins the match in the end against the person that's been cheating and costing her, and then just everything goes back to status quo. Like, this is the wrong way to do this heel turn. It feels like she's on a losing streak where there's no actual payoff. You know, she's getting into deadline, though, isn't she? Possibly, yeah. I, like, think, they'll, I, think, I think they'll do that. I, I cannot believe they've beat her as much as they have or they've allowed her to get beaten down as much as they have. Like, this character is just... Like, flashback to the Royal Rumble and people are just call her up now. Like she's, yeah, yeah. You know, she's, had that, done she's had that moment. Like, they tried to, like, skirt around taking the belt off her without beating her, but then she was put back in the match and then didn't win it. So it's like, well, you pretty much did lose it. You had your chance to keep it and you mm. didn't. Like, I just... She was such a winner and a winning presence and clearly one of the best wrestlers they had. And I think, like, here's me, like, Ernest Analysis of NXT is a wrestling show here. I think they've done a pretty terrible job of keeping, like, her character strong, even if it's to inform some sort of heel turn where she's sick of trying to please the fans. Do you think... Playing my rule. Yeah, do you think they're going to just do exactly what they did with Bron Breaker in terms of, like, well, you would be ready to go up right now, but we want to see if you can pull off a heel run. Because the spaces are at a premium now. With Papa. Like, I I assumed she would be going up ASAP because Rhea Ripley's champion, and that's just a ready-made, like, straight-out-of-the-gate feud for her. But it doesn't look like it's going to happen anytime soon. I think they're going to hold her down in NXT like they did with Braun Breaker, have her do a heel run. Maybe even the heel thing happens at Dead Lane, Mm -hmm. where she copies one of the greatest tactics I've ever seen in the Iron Survivor Challenge. There's been two of them. Yep. Uh, where Grayson Waller just played spoiler at the end, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. And it's kind of like came in, got the pins, yeah. Uh, like, it's such a good match time. You watch the bit where they explained it all, and I was like, oh my God, it's like, it's like a few weeks away. Penalty blocks. Is it on a Wednesday or a Saturday? It's on a Saturday. Saturday. It's a premium live event, this. It's, is it in the... It's at the uh, oh, PC, I think. Uh, I think. Ah, no, maybe not, actually. I think they're back out on the on the rude. On the rude. Yeah. Yeah, the, the Total Mortgage Arena in Con- Connecticut. What's it called? The Total Mortgage Arena. Well, how can you make that day? Because that's the new gimmick. Uh, uh, Connecticut, more like. <laughs> There's another oh, one. Oh, yeah, you could have gone down a different road yeah. there, so we'll take it. Basically, didn't. Yeah, that's where they, they're going on the, on the road with it, and it's a sellout, probably. Yeah. Uh, if I was anywhere near Connecticut, I'd be going to that. It's my favourite <laughs> match type of all time. The thing you're thinking of, <laughs> and I'm thinking of, to make that day, is the kind of thing I can imagine Shane Douglas in 1995 saying, <laughs> like, uh, nobody comes back yeah. in 1996 Aye. to ECW. <laughs> Those guys in Connecticut <laughs> didn't even know what they had in Shane <laughs> Douglas, but let me tell you, unlike... Dick Flair on the franchise. I'm not spending any more time in Scamford. Scamford connected. <laughs> and he just like kind of runs out. Are you sick of Vince McAsshole? Because <laughs> I f-ing am. <laughs> uh, we go backstage. And all the uh, <laughs> all the guys I are chatting. Shane Douglas being like Shawn Michaels NXT. I love like, Shane Douglas being a character on this podcast, by yeah. the way. More of Shane, guy ruled in kind of <laughs> like a real small dose for a small match. Yeah. yeah. Um, Hank and Tank, they're all watching the action and talking about it. Of course, yeah. well, Hank and Tank are like jealous of Tony D and Stax, and uh, Tank wants uh, their team to take it to the next level. Axiom's like, oh, it's such a good line. It's such a typical WWE line. There, oh, new tag champs, maybe even new heritage come. Uh, champion next week. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, Axiom. No! 
Yeah, where, where were your manners then? <laughs> Very much normal conversations. Yeah. Although, did you see what else happened here with your peepers? Hmm? Notice this? See this? Heard about this? Briggs and Jensen. Breadcrumbs. That's what I love about this show. The minute details that they're going to. Jensen's like, oh, God, new tag champs. Hey, uh, hey I give you love. We should keep our eyes on the tag titles, eh, Briggs? Briggs wasn't concentrating. He's on his phone. Who's he on his phone to? Probably Fallon Henley, because that story's keeping on going, baby. No, they're going their separate ways. And if you must go, I wish you love. <laughs> Idris and Ofe uh, fancy the tag titles as well, and then Ank Ellen and Berto come in. a total banger. Yeah. I've been listening to it since I saw that he came out on Lolo 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 Lolo. The fan-made video package is about their split, yeah. set to that. Oh, my God. Yeah. Move over my way. Fallon Henley doesn't know which, which, which separate way to take. <laughs> Move over my way. Angela and Umberto come in. There's a big row, and then in comes the new tag team champions, Tony D and Stax. Oh, we got it back! Stax is like, two tag champs. Terrible. Oh, that's right! Hey, we got some business to handle with that guy still. Still not finished. The story's still not finished. But for right now, we got the title back, baby. Uh, Ankel's like, oh, enjoy it. It won't last. Tony's like, oh, last time we saw you two, getting your asses whooped by the creeds. Getting put through tables, am I right? <laughs> Next. And uh, what's her name? I've already forgotten, and we double-checked before recording. Yes. But she's, she's new. There's a lot of new characters on the show. Chase so. Poo. Chase Poo. Anna Kiefer. Anna Kiefer. Uh, says... So, lost my place now. Says, uh, hey, fellas, <laughs> can wait, all right? Well, next week we're busy. We got to celebrate with the family, huh? He stacks us better. <laughs> Big brawl breaks out. Oh, I didn't consider it on a Kiefer voice. <laughs> no, I, yeah. I, did I didn't until that that about ten seconds ago. Uh, oh, my God. Uh, are you sure you had that much <laughs> preparation time? Well, as baby faces and as champions... Rather than wrestle, and look, I support this because I like Stax and I want him to enjoy his job. Mm. Basically, the family exists to throw parties, functions, normal gatherings, <laughs> meals. Like that's what yeah, they, that's what they, there's one. There's that's like what a, you do in your family. A tag gathering. Like, it's not about wrestling and setting up challenges. Is it? It's just getting people together. It's I, I like that. I yeah, prefer yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I just, I'd rather have these vignettes than matches, so I'm all for it. Big celebration. In-ring celebration, one would assume, next week. Another celebration. I'm me. I'm me. Yep. That's another week where they don't lose the tag titles, yep. as I keep saying. It's all I care about. And, like, probably a disheveled Andre Chase tries to break it up or <gasps> get out of whatever oh, situation God, he's in I with them. wait. How long is it? Oh, still got six days to go, for Christ's sake. <laughs> Wishing my life away here. <laughs> um, but anyway, oh, sorry. I don't need the toilet, by the way. Okay, good, yeah. Hello. I went before we recorded. Mr. Mosaic? Yeah. Uh, one second. Yeah, I've just got to have a quick chat about the, uh, the live show next week with uh, Mr. Mosaic, who runs the Mosaic Tap, obviously. Yeah. Um, it's funny that he's called that. Yeah, yeah. look at that. Uh, keep talking. All right. That's like... Is it... Is your arm gone again? Oh, yeah, yeah. I like... I'm getting a bit pissed off with this. I know that's technically a work call, but this is a no, job... It's a work call. This is a job too, though, isn't it's it? It's a work yeah. call. I mean, I'm not being funny, Hamflit. As you heard on the AW Dynamite preview... I took a phone call yeah. to basically confirm a dinner reservation I've got. So we've kind of created a law for that in yeah. the podcast universe. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, uh, basically I've set a bad precedent. So if anything, you should be upset with me and not Will Bourne. I'm willing to forgive though. I'm that kind of guy. I'm that honestly, but I'm that kind of guy who's like can own up to things. Yeah, 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 yeah,
Champ in the house, huh? Uh, congratulations, champ. Thank you, congratulations, guys. Congratulations, hey, What do you make of the match, huh? Yeah, how are you doing? It was really hard fought. Great dive. Thank you very much, how's guys. The, how's the back? Pretty good. I, before we get into the, the fun stuff, though, I do have a little something I want to get off my chest. This one's got me getting bad, guys. There's a big problem in gym etiquette, right? Uh, everybody knows, re-rag your weights. Everybody knows when you're done with the bench, wipe it down so there's no sweat stains for the next poison. But there's one thing slipping through the cracks, Siggy. Specifically with you old guys, huh? Where you like to stand there in the bathroom, look in the mirror, start brushing and flossing your teeth, trimming your nose ears, maybe slicking back the six strands of hair you got left on the top of your head. But when you're doing it, put some boxes on. Why are you standing there? Your bare ass and your balls with the whole locker room to see. I get it. You just got out of the shower. So go dry off your raisins. Put some boxes of pants on. Maybe wrap a little towel around you and then handle your business. Think about the rest of us. Come on. You're not wrong, Stax. You're not wrong. I I've never been to a gym. for the first time uh, anywhere on this goddamn podcast. I've never been to a gym, as you might <laughs> be uh, it's, I don't go to gyms often, but it's really? my least favorite thing about being a member. <laughs> like, uh, it's uh, I, look, I, you know what? One of the things I admire people that are comfortable enough to do that. I am not one of those people, so I just get stressed out with the idea that not everybody's the same as me, awkwardly getting changed while facing the locker, trying to get out there as quick as possible. I'd like a shower when I get home. I arrange just a shower when I get home. I don't use the gym public shower. I just don't have that kind of body confidence. You'll be fine with that. Stacks, you got your yeah, absolutely. What delicious coffee this is. Huh. Where's it from? That's oh, from I know where it's from. Good brews. Mm-hmm. It's, it's unbelievable. Gates had interchange if you're ever in the area. Uh, what f- Did he go for a latte? I went for a peppermint latte. Ah, uh, you can't have mint and coffee, Stax. Well, as you say around here, it is pretty mint, the coffee, huh? Uh, Sid, so you know what I like to do uh, either before or after the gym? I can't remember which way you're meant to do this. Is a big glass of eggs. Huh? Big gla- Gulp down some eggs, some protein or whatever it is that gives the... Rocky and all that. Yeah. Uh, see, what is the deal with eggs, though? Eggs are menstruation. So, um, eat them happily. Check them down. Uh, basically, it's from the poultry. Uh, it's poultry, not chicken. Uh, I don't know what food group it is. Uh, basically, it's a tasty treat. Uh, <laughs> you can have it in several different ways. Um, I like my eggs fried, personally. Because as much as I like to think of myself somewhat pretentiously as like a guy who's like a bit of a whiz kid in the kitchen, I kind of poach an egg to save my life, and it makes me very sad. I, I do I, I, I keep meaning to keep trying stacks because I love poached egg. I love poached egg and hollandaise sauce. Oh my god, the goat at breakfast, but I can't make it very well. So I like to fry them. You fry pan real nice. Not too nice, but real nice. And then you put it on, and I grind the pepper pretty much as soon as that starts to congeal. Okay, um, scrambled. Mm, it has to be cooked really well. It has to be a delicate scramble. Mm. Can't be like a, a, a you know rubbery scramble. All oh, not for me. Um, dippy eggs. I haven't had it. Uh, it's a child's cuisine that you guys like to eat. Well, Wilborn is going for a piss. I don't know what you like. Well, then that ravioli. Oh, I love some goddamn yeah, ravioli. I thought so. I would never have eaten like a dippy egg to myself having not been, you know, seven years old for 31 years, when you make them for your kids, you realize, hang on. Never done that before. A bit of toast and a dippy egg. I can't your kids have never had well, no, they've had them. My wife made I can't oh make dippy eggs. I'll, I'll, I'll ruin them. I, oh, I make scrambled egg. Like, my wife's saying we own poached eggs, by the way. It's her absolute favorite. 
but she has to know the places where they do good poached yeah. eggs, or she has to do them herself because a bad one looks. I can't be asked for poached egg. I think they're a bit watery, but like she takes that very seriously. I'm a scrambled egg guy. Scrambled eggs. Yeah, but again, I like that's one of those cases where I'd like to make my own because I'd like it. I like the texture a certain way. Whereas if you're ordering out, you don't know what you're going to get. To that you right don't know. Here. Scrambled's very, very risky divisive. order. Risky order. Risky order. Yeah, right. So how do you mean? What do you mean? Right? You don't know what eggs are? No, I know what eggs are. I just I want to know what the deal with it is. Right. <laughs> <laughs> chicken's ass. What's going on there, huh? Yeah. Anyway, uh, fast food and good for you. One of the better uh, egg. Egg board <laughs> slogans ever. Hey, you what got a button on this, ain't you? About uh, uh, so you want to deal with egg? We can have them fried. Have them yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, big what, what, what's the relevance of an egg? Hmm? You usually have like a topical weekly thing. Oh, well, to the, I want to talk about the gym, but I'm fairly sure I've done, done gym jokes before, so I was looking for other jokes and I saw eggs and I thought uh, there were some good jokes there. So, <laughs> right. And you, if you're going to go to the gym, Rocky drinks the Yeah, egg that's egg. how you got there. That was it. Right, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah, okay, okay, okay. A to B to C, the yep. egg. Uh, a big, big night of celebration, obviously, last night when the uh, tag titles were a second goddamn time. And afterwards, uh, CJ, I went out dressed as a chicken. Uh, I went out dressed as a chicken, and I actually uh, I actually got, got with a gold dress as an egg. And uh, we answered a lifelong question. It was a chicken. <laughs> uh, three jokes for you, three questions, CJ. Uh, I'll keep it keep it clean now because uh, that one's kind of if you know, if you think about it. I've <laughs> never heard that joke before. It's it's a, really good. Uh, what's in now, Sidney? What's an egg's favorite vacation spot? Huh? Um, right. So fried eggs. The like the sea shells. Seychelles or Easter Island. Oh, should we do the? Oh my god! Oh, game on the game within the game within the goddamn game. <laughs> Right, so... Uh, Willie's Will, taking his time on this call. He really huh? is. Seychelles heads. Yep. Easter Island. Tails. That flipper. Oh. Nice, uh, shiny uh, sterling pound coin. Oh, that's a good flip. Oh! Tails. I've, oh! I've forgotten. Yeah. I think Tails was Easter Island. Okay. Easter Island. What is an egg's favorite vacation spot? New York City. That's <laughs> what better. Yeah. Taking <laughs> that uh, question, second joke for you. Should you go on holiday to get away from like your surroundings? We call ahead. We're not going on holiday to your innards. Call. Uh, <laughs> we call ahead <laughs> the counter on it. <laughs> Some guys down there. So sorry. What do you call a hen the counter on eggs? Hmm? Picture that. A hen. So it's not hen. A hen that counts her own eggs. And get this one. Counts her own eggs. So it's kind of like uh, an accountant. Anything? <laughs> cluck. Anything cluck. Cluckulator. Count you chickens. Cluckulator. Closer. Are you getting closer? I don't think we are. I think you're leading Ye- us down the garden path. Sucks. Yeah. Took a shop and take a breath at Cluckulator. I thought you going to get rumbled. Yeah. As opposed to when he admits to felonies on national television yeah. and he doesn't really get scared at all. Very different yeah. things. Uh, I don't think I'm going to get this. No. Don't know, Stax. Well, I hand the counter on eggs. Math my chicken. Ah, oh, that's good. That's good stuff. Good gear, Stax. Uh, final question for you, CG. Sorry, being holy. Why, why is it so sad to be an egg? Why is it so sad to be an egg? Stax. <laughs> How did you get cum in this? Odd settle for the last joke. Yeah, I don't know how you get, I don't know how you work cum in. No. 
Just watch me work my magic. <laughs> Why is it sad to be an egg? Because not once you get cracked. Sorry, oh, you got no, nothing. I got nothing. After, after, right, I got okay. nothing. What's it, why is it so sad being an egg? Because uh, when the white stuff comes out, <laughs> you're, it's something like the white you're, you're tired. Yeah, uh, when the white stuff comes out, um, you're already cooked or something. I don't know. Uh, I, I don't no, know. I don't it's know. something about cum, though, probably. Why is it so sad to be an egg? You only get beat once, laid once, and the only boy to sit on your face is your mother. So we are goddamn villains. Excellent work, Stacks. Excellent work. Bye, Stax. Bye, Stax. Thanks very much, Mr. Yeah, yeah. See you next Tuesday. Oh, oh, well, what a miss. Maybe, oh, maybe, well, certainly one of. I'm a recency biased guy. I've said this on certain podcasts. It's not the best Stax joke <laughs> ever. It says the punchline construction. There's not been many finer than that one. Oh, God. I have to tell me afterwards. Yeah, we will. Yeah, it's yeah, not much time. What was he talking about? Eggs. Huh? Nah. Well, maybe, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Uh, love a poached egg, me. Very good at poaching eggs. Yeah. So if you want any tips. Ah, uh, annoys yeah. me because I was just talking about how I'm not good at poaching eggs. Oh, well, we'll talk afterwards. Yes, we will. Uh, right. Do you make a good hollandaise sauce, though? I have no idea what that is. Um, <laughs> so. It's got something to do with eggs Benedict or eggs Florentine. I don't know. It's Tory egg dish. It's eggs <laughs> Benedict. Yeah. <laughs> have an egg. <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Right, uh, moving on. Uh, Lyra Valkyria, women's champion, <laughs> is uh, reviewing tapes of Zyla. She's doing the research, and then yeah. she gets invited. This is previously, yeah, uh, to a uh, thing we've all seen before. 
the, the infamous Warriors tea ceremony before the like before every major title match. Yeah, it? yeah, yeah. It's the rich history of Warriors tea. Um, <laughs> Lyra walks into this. We're not laughing at the ritual in and no. of itself. No, no, no. Simply WWE's portrayal of it. How they normalise this is like, oh yeah, well, that stands to reason. Yeah, get that done. Probably get down the gym and defend the title. Yeah. Zaya welcomes her in, gives her a garment, traditional garment, etc. Um, Lyra says, I've never been invited to something like this before. Uh, Zaya says, how is her ancestors honoured their rivals before combat? And they bow, and Zaya says, a deep bow displays deep respect. Uh, and Ly- it's not something uh, Lyra expected to get from Zaya. Uh, and they sit. Uh, Zaya says, her warrior spirit has been alive in the last month. She wants to be noticed. Um, he wants them to be on an even battlefield next week. She puts the tea leaves in, pours the water. It was a very weak-looking tea. Mm. And the tea leaves transform. Uh, she says re- that represents what happens to them during the match. Um, <laughs> <laughs> tea must brew at the correct temperature. At With the, the tea leaves, in a way. <laughs> Wait for that. For the correct amount of time. Kind of less uh, guide <laughs> <a> tea leaf. <laughs> for the correct amount of time, they'll be ruined. Lyra says, oh, those tea leaves look more, deli- uh, more delicate than they look. And Zai says, yeah, well, they eventually crumble and break down, which will probably happen next week. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> We're talking about them and also each other. Uh, Zaya pours the tea, uh, and Lyra says, yeah, looks pretty weak. Uh, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to drink it. Uh, respectfully, though, of course. And Zaya says, well, if you don't, next week. I think she was refused to drink it because of the weak. No, no, I just, I just presume that from because I thought the exact same thing. I was like, oh. Well, yeah, I think it's more the fact that she's been kicking people's heads off. Yeah, and probably she's that. Feigning respect, not for the <laughs> flavor profile of the tea that was just brewed in front of her. I'm not curious. Got to prefer a flan. Zai says, "Well, now it's it. a bit weak, so I'm not going to drink it." <laughs> uh, so like, but Zaya says, "Well, if you don't, I'm going to show no Don't you that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Zaya, this is just Rubbish. Imagine finish. When Isaiah says, if you don't drink that tea, I'm going to show no remorse next week. Which I like the this. idea of she's about to win the world title. And she goes, she did drink the tea, though. So yeah, yeah. Like, it's finished. It's all ready to go. They're ready to shoot it. The scripts are all sorted. And they just be like, oh, we'll just, like, send it up top brass for the final sign-off. And there's uh, William Regal's like, I've got one suggestion. <laughs> 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 yeah, instead of putting the leaves in there, you know, the ideal temperature... Is that look one piss, so. uh, And uh, can Charlie Dempsey be in it, please? That's <laughs> working. It's all right. All the other sons that I wanted to to go and be with are all right on Raw and SmackDown because uh, that's why I went away. Uh, Lyra says, "Well, so be it. Next week, may the strongest warrior win." And they bow. And Lyra walks off, and I have no idea what I've just watched. I don't know what I've just watched. All I know is. Maybe she didn't like the uh, you know the color of that tea, and that's why she didn't drink it. So a bit weak there. You could have let it stew for a bit longer, let it brew, <laughs> because the idea was I don't respect you enough to drink the tea. You know after yeah. your conduct, which give her a deep bow, which was the sign of respect. Yeah, it was a respect but not trust, possibly. I don't okay, know. Okay, what's next on the show? When do you want to talk about tray stuff? Whenever no, you just get it over with. Uh, what is the final result of the vote? Final result. It's the three hours left, but I don't want it to change because right now uh, Trey has 31%, but Nay's got 69%. So. Nice. So you're right, Sige. I'll hold my, yeah. hold my hands up. 
But a lot more people, you see, eat off the tray than, than you thought. Uh, Adam Blair, at Adam Wilton 4, who often takes care of the... Um, Data. ...of this sort of thing, says he's got a small table, uh, like a civilised member of society. Uh, Colton, friend of the show from day one, has a coffee table that extends over his legs. Nice. Kaz says, tray or else I'll have 100% a lap full of gravy. Not a euphemism. Uh, yep. John Harrison says, trays can suck it, but cushions are goated. See, I think it's basically the same. I think so. I think you're creating uh, something that isn't it's your legs. It's just not comfy. Like, it's still on my legs. That's what it's got a cushion for, though. Cushion? And I, no, you, no you don't have it up there. You've got it like it's here. the perfect level. It's, it's this height. You're sitting. No, you sit, you, you, between those two is where the tray will oh, sit. Where is it on my body? Down. About there? Oh, it's here. Yeah, basically there. It's it's here. It's, a, it's, a, it's a portable table. Yeah. It hurts my elbows. <laughs> And, and like lean into the side. Elsa likes that. Good. Like bringing it across like that. That's good. The, the Peter K aspect of Zach's reply. We had them growing up. I haven't seen one as an adult. <laughs> hey, who remembers uh, eating it off a tray? Correct. Uh, old fashioned form of eating, wasn't that? Who remembers being a baby? Because <laughs> these two do. <laughs> Bernard says, and run Bernard says trays are the height of luxury. Yeah, uh, I would agree. Santino says, if I need to cut my meat, I'll use a TV tray. If not, no tray. Um, the arse formerly known as Jimmy Blade says, no, but I'm fat and my stomach warms its own table. <laughs> Jimmy. Uh, this, um, actually, I'm going to circle back to the most insane take we've got. Uh, Drew says, yes, but it sucks. Kyle says, tray all day. Michael says, only need a tray if you use cutlery. That we agree on. I think it's fair. Yeah, a snack or whatever. It's not a necessity. A meal. Talking about AD says, a, a pillow over the legs. Uh, Get a pillow tray, then it's fine. says that? AD. Uh, Russ depends on the meal. Hot meal don't feel so nice. Burning your undercarriage. Adam says pillow slash cushion for the win. Uh, Dan nearest my tray is the nearest available cushion. Uh, Alex says a tray is a portable tabletop. Uh, PJW says what a good way to find Tories. Uh, <laughs> Donald says my wife is a tray, but I am a nay. Uh, ah, house divided. Mo says trays are for the pompous. <laughs> Ali says what <laughs> kids? What sort of animal doesn't use a tray? Says Ali. Yep. Kind of chap who sits at the dinner table. Mark Watson. Yeah, but that's, we don't disagree about sitting at the dinner table. Sitting at the dinner table is fine, but if you want to bring the table to the sofa, you do it via a tray. Um, I think we watch enough television in this day and age. <laughs> oh, Fraser Crane. Only then I'd call them stupid phones. Honestly, it's so much better just not watching telly during mealtimes. Oh, no. But hard disagree on that one. Yeah. You watch telly any old time. Yeah, I know, including when you're eating. Yeah. More. Honestly, like... It's what the, there's loads of wrestling on the network. <laughs> Fraser Cranium, uh, birthday boy? Yeah. yeah? No, no, it was his son. It was his son. Okay. It says, uh, Jesus, effing Christ, a tray, we're not animals, we live in a society. Thank you. Where was the mad one? There it is. John Oldfield. I love you, John. Thank you all for the, for the continued support we've had over the years. But this is insane. I just hold it with one hand whilst holding a fork with the other. Now, that's a hot plate. What are you... <laughs> What are you doing, That's, John? You make him work for yourself. Hold it on the tray not only prevents you from resting your legs, but the blade can easily move off the tray if you move your legs, making it really uncomfortable. Uh, yeah, it is It is an uncomfortable sensation. Like, uh, keep your legs still, keep the tray, move your arms. What, my, what are you doing when you're watching telly? My legs aren't going... Yeah. Just sit like that. Sit wherever you want. I could almost... you get a twisted stomach? You'll get, you'll get yourself ill. I'm worried. I could almost get the discomfort if you're holding a, like a plate. We checked him with Murray. He was very much on your side of things, but he said if he was going to have it on his lap, which he sometimes does, 
play it on the legs. That is like, you got to keep your legs super still. Like, and that's also insane. Play it on it? your legs. It's so like the, the, it's a horrible position to eat a meal. Yeah, until you get a tray. Yeah, you like, have a tray and then you live in the life of luxury. The, the legs create like a valley that you've got to keep closed for your plate. Yeah. <sighs> Sit at the table. <sighs> Sit at the table. It occurred to me, so I was thinking like, we were talking about this this morning. And I was thinking about my first tray had Randy Savage and Hulk Hogan on. I remember my first tray. I had a gladiator's tray. Did you? Yeah, like the white outline before the cushion tray was invented. But I'm thinking it's made me realise today the uh, kids are going to get the first cushion trays for Christmas. Oh, what a treat. Josh, my youngest, has been asking for one because like, he feels like he's graduated beyond the... What was the next um, match on NXT, which I hate? We're about halfway through this show. <laughs> oh, <f> sick. <laughs> But thank you for everyone for contributing to the trade debate. Somebody called me Trey Miguel. That was really, really, really like that. No. Uh, Mackenzie Mitchell's backstage with uh, Carmel Hayes. Nay White. <laughs> Carmel Hayes and Trick Williams. She asked them about the elephant in the room. <laughs> Not you, Nelly. Uh, Trick says, look, we talked. Him chinning me, or me chinning him, or whatever it was last week. Uh, wasn't intentional. Accidents happen. And Mello's like, yeah, very unconvincing. Uh, Mello references a lie detector, and McGinn's like, what are you talking about? Saying, oh yeah, pr prove I didn't attack him, so. Let's do a public one of them, please. Middle of the ring. Mm -hmm. Trick says, I don't know what kind of mind games Lexus King's playing, but I'm going to get him for it. <laughs> How can he play a game if you have no mind? And Mello says, oh, I'm going to have play the game without the pieces. Just bursts in. It's time to play the... Uh, I don't know what. Uh, what happens next? Uh, Mello says he's going to have Trix back tonight. Trix says it'd be good to be on the same page. And Mello just sort of gives him a look as they head out. Big more on this later with Lexus oh. King. And, and in the match. Uh-huh. Oh, dripping. Uh-huh. With developments. Yeah. Keanu James... Manipulated myself to issue it. It was dreadful. <laughs> <Yeah, yeah. laughs> Keanu James, very happy about costing Roxanne. Uh, big row in the back. Uh, Carmen Petrovic walks in, and Ariana Grace is fizzing, saying, You could follow heart, you never go wrong. And she, this is the week, Gigi Darling's like, Oh, shut up. See you out there. Some of a bare knuckle fight. And Grace's like, Why does everything have to end in a fight? I really like this new Ariana Grace character. I like the character as well. Uh, Jolin wasn't convincing. This was one of them very normal conversations. This was near this like seven people in a frigging line. Uh, Keanu James comes in and she's not even permitted to talk to somebody's face, she's got to speak at the camera pretty much. Mm. Oh, that went really well. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> it's good stuff. Uh, McGen anyone want to say Mackenzie asked Brom Breaker if he has had any remorse. They kind of had the best of both worlds here because they had Brom Breaker like, any remorse about winning a match last week? And then in the video package later, they presented it as if it was like, well, Von Wagner put him through a table, so he we wins. We said they would do that. Yeah. It was a proper real quiz energy of Von's tabling last week. He uh, he says, no, what I do best is I hurt people. I break everyone. Mackenzie's like, what does this mean for the future? And Dijak says, oh, so you're picking splinters out of your ass. <laughs> I was winning. I love these two interacting. I was winning a spot in the eye of Survivor. And uh, Ron says, careful. You know what I mean, the Iron Survivor match. Dijak says, yeah, you can't break me, you prick. And Bron says, if I get in, I'll have you begging, begging for retribution. Huh? Yeah? Huh? I get it. Yeah. You get it! They're funny together, these two. They're brilliant. Like, tag team. Yeah. Mm. Tag team. At the, 
predator thing where they make friends afterwards. Oh, oh yeah. They could be, um, they could never be as... That was the worst yeah, thing I've ever done in my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put it in your post. They'll never be as charming as the that real ones. great, yeah. They'll be WWE's outrunners, these two. Oh. It's not as charming as the originals. Oh, my God. Those intense meatheads. Splinters like race. <laughs> <laughs> the outwalkers. Yeah. Uh, and then it was time for the uh, ATV qualifying match for Trick Williams and Joe Coffey. Uh, Trick Williams gets an amazing reaction, obviously, mm. every single time he comes out. Uh, Mark Coffey and Wolfgang are there for some bloody reason. Uh, but uh, Trick gets rid of them. Uh, that allows Joe Coffey to, to take advantage, though, and take over. Uh, I think that takes us to a break. And when we come back, Trick's trying to make a comeback. Gallus again interferes, and Carmel Hayes has had enough of this. So he decides he's going to trip Wolfgang up or pull him off the apron. But oh no, in doing that, he low bridges Trick Williams, who spills to the outside. He's like, oh, bloody hell, sorry about that, mate. And then he sees Joe Coffey come flying through the ropes. And does he do like Jamie McDonough did on Monday Night Raw and push him out of the way and take the bullet from him? He just goes, I'm getting out of here. Trick gets nailed. Uh, Coffey gets a near fall off the back of that. Um, but then Trick out of nowhere hits that jumping knee strike and gets the one, two, three. And Carmelo's like, yay, you're in Iron Survivor. And he's looking at the thing behind him, seeing there's some extra spaces as well. Much more nicely done than the hug they had last week where, <laughs> what's that look in Melo's eyes? Ask him. <laughs> yeah, no, the show's got a little barcode, but as soon as that's gone, you can still ask him. This was much better. Like, you could believe that Melo was just trying to help. I really like that the little bridge put him in the position for the dive. That was like, wrestling almost never gives a toss about where people should be for mm-hmm. dive spots. This was quite nicely arranged. Uh, and yeah, this is this is where this story should be until we get the reveal of what's going on. Not the, I know it, come back. <laughs> like, well, I'm back. What, yeah. do want, what do you want to tell me? We could solve this right now. Like, this is better. It was, uh, uh, if they're going to tell the story, there was a way, way more contrived manner in which they could have done it, and I wasn't rolling my eyes that much. And Joe Coffey was in it. <laughs> <laughs> There's definitely a, yeah, and, and you put them both in Iron Survivor because with yeah. the whole, you need to score this many falls in this time and... Mellow just costing trick right at the end. Like, it writes itself. Really, oh, it's it? drama fuel mm. is what it is. And I'm not being ironic. Like, it's oh, a yeah. good device. Uh, Wesley's walking backstage, and he gets surprised by Ilya Dragunov uh, going out of nowhere. Uh, congratulates him on his title win. Ilya welcomes him back. Uh, and Lee says, look, moving on now. Starting with Baron Corbin tonight. And Ilya's like, uh, leave a piece of him for me. And uh, Ilya's like, maybe you want to come after this title? And he's like, nah, my mind's on other things. For now, at least. Uh, and Baron Corbin's prepping backstage. When in comes Lexis King, Corbin's like, hey, nice work on taking out Trick Williams. Lexis King didn't do it, did he? No. He's no. Like, no. He's like, yeah, pretty, uh, pretty, pretty good, wasn't it? <laughs> and now I didn't get caught. Pretty impressive. He's just admitting it. <laughs> Can't reveal my plans, my secret plans. <laughs> and I didn't get caught neither. It's literally that gag in the office yeah. where Michael Scott is prison Mike and he's saying so many cliches that he didn't realise that he's totally contradicted himself and I never got caught neither. Except you're in prison, prison Mike, so you did get caught. And it's like, yep, got away with it too. Even though I've just admitted it on national television. This company, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, they are still. And it warms my cynical um, F the Fed heart. Mm. This company is still completely stupid. <laughs> Prison Lexus. At its core, this company is still completely stupid. Like, I miss the days, man. 
The days of pure schadenfreude when he could just laugh at these morons in WWE. They kind of got their act together. They kind of got their act together a little bit uh, over the past 18 months, but at, at the core of this operation, nitwits. <laughs> if I was going to say, if laughing at morons is your thing, I'm pretty sure Lexus King's got a two-year deal, so... Oh, God, strap in. I'm going to have loads of fun. <laughs> loads of fun at that man's expense. Uh, Can you imagine this guy in charge of a master plan? And even then, when the master plan is just attacking backstage. <laughs> well, like, even that's like, right, I need to sit with this for a bit. Uh, moving on, uh, it's time for all of us to... Pay attention, please. Because uh, Scripps was out there with OTM, Lucian Price, Bronco Nima, taking on the brawling brutes. Lima. Lima. Yeah. Was the grink there? Dad's heads forever now. What's that again? What's that from? It's like, um, oh, yeah, my one, the one time or like you're in a, like you're in a terrible accident or something. Oh my god, this awful thing has happened. Dirty my house on fire, whatever. Da, da, da. Oh, god. my one friend who I once uh, accidentally said the grink to. Oh, was the grink there? <laughs> well absorbed. Uh, Butch kind of slapped about uh, Lucian Bryce to start with, but gets hit with a back elbow. They do the bit where it looks like they're going to do the 10 beats of the Bodron on the apron, but uh, Nima and Price fight out of it. Uh, but stop battering him. They look really good at, in this. Um, do, uh, do OTM. Headbutts Butch, chokes him on the middle rope. Uh, he distracts the ref, who really should be... Pay attention, please. That doesn't work. Because uh, <laughs> Scripps hits a diving kick. say he really should... The referee really should... Pay attention, please. Fix it in post. Yeah, yeah. put it in post. Uh, Scripps hit a diving kick to get a two count. Brutal-looking clothesline mm. from Price in this as well. Uh, but Ridge gets the hot tag, runs in. Um, avalanche to, to Price. He picks him up for like a swinging Uranagi for a two count. Um, Butch makes the tag. Price grabs him and slams him onto Ridge. There's a front suplex into a, big, a high gut buster, a near fall. Um, Nima goes for a choke slam. Butch hits an Inseguri, uh, takes Nima down. Nima uh, goes up top. Nima goes after him. Butch grabs his arm, snaps his fingers. Sunset flip bomb. Nima holds on, but Ridge tags in. Butch takes out Scripps and Price. Ridge power bombs Nima, uh, and they hit that assisted DDT finish of theirs for the one, two, three. Um, that was some action, wasn't it? Um, all I know is I was bored, senseless. I you, you did that recap, and I'm like, oh, thank God, I forgot everything. This match has passed me by completely, and as the hours passed, um, removed from me watching it, I just I can never remember this existed. But only vivid memory of this match, which just existed, was um, w uh, I think it was Butch took a bump on the apron. No one reacted. Absolutely, no one reacted. It's meant to be this, like, killer. It's the hardest part of the ring, you guys. And um, no one cared. That's a matchmaking problem that this whole thing was for me. I think it was hard to invest. I quite like OTM, but I feel like I'm being instructed not to care that much mm. for the debut vignettes they got versus how it's gone so far when they've actually wrestled. Well, the losers. They're really normalised. You cannot like, be a supernatural loser. You cannot be a hoss loser. Yeah. Otherwise, that's it. You, you, you can't be a you, cool loser because you're not cool then because mm. you keep losing. And Can't you can't be this big and lose because you're just crap then, aren't you? Yeah. It's like the brawling brute's gear. It looked nice. Yeah. Like, I like Pete Dunne when he wears the white singlet. But, like, even then, like, but like the brawling brutes weren't the right opponents for it as well because it doesn't feel like they're cooking. And it's like, oh, nothing can stop them. Like, if it was Alpha Academy, even, 
fine. I can sort of just. Oh, this is a loser. That's true. Actually, they're on a losing streak too. The Creeds, right? If they're just if they just batter them, oh my god, I can take that. But like, I don't know. These, I feel like the rolling roots are there to be losing to teams on the come up. Waiting for Seamus to come back, aren't they? Yeah, I didn't like much of this. Yeah, apologies for this bit, but I feel like this needs to be directed right now to to Michael Sidgwick. <clears throat> Joe Gacy has been wandlessly aiming, aimlessly wandering even, uh, like a matter, man lost in the desert, looking for a drop of water that doesn't exist. He's a ghost, wandering the walls of NXT, trying to find his purpose. He doesn't fit in, he's not here to burn ships, be the biggest dog, or do any of that. Unhinged? Maybe. Maniac? He's not here to argue that. Maybe this is where he lets go. Maybe not. And he throws his phone on the floor. What? Huh? Huh? He stood on the roof, by the way. <sighs> I think... I have never understood a single word Joe Gacy has ever said. They're doing, I think, a self-own character here. Where, not self-own, that was like three or three. A self-own, where he knows the comparisons that have been made to other, like, spooky characters, cult leaders, whatever. Yeah. He's referenced other, what was it, like, Baron Corbin and Roman Reigns got yeah. mentioned there, didn't they? Uh, and he's having, like, an identity crisis. And when you have an identity crisis, you go crazy. And the NXT <laughs> roster eventually needs to be terrified because finally we're going to see the real Joe Gacy. It's like, I don't think I want the fake one or the real one. This is terrible. Good worker as well. Yeah. yeah. Not just do a full reset. He's actually a really talented bloke. Put the so tights on, didn't he, when full, they put him over and, like... Full reset. The guy can go. Someone uh, tweeted just yesterday saying, oh, you forgot to mention Nikki Cross was in the background for something on Raw. She was. I think it was one of the Seth Rollins segments, maybe. Yeah. Just, just stood there. Just staring. Uh, she didn't even move her, like, on pallets, like, the bits of equipment. <laughs> She's just always staring. That's the next town. <laughs> Gigi Dolene versus uh, Ariana Grace. Um... I'm just, very briefly, uh, Gigi Dolene hit a clothesline but got caught with a backslide by Grace. Uh, Grace put her feet on the ropes, got caught by the ref. Gigi kicked her in the head, hit a forearm. Gigi driver for the one, two, three. Yeah. Um, look, I, I think I've seen Priscilla Kelly have some like really good matches, and I have got no idea what's happened. Um, maybe it's like a confidence issue, and like you know, I don't want to go in two footed, but uh, strikes are. Pretty bad. So much so that I'm confident I would beat her at bowling. Good. Nice. nice. I like the Ariana Grace character. Yes. But I don't like End of the world Dan It's just it was the, the work yeah. in this match was bordered on atrocious. Yeah. But I've seen I've seen Priscilla Kelly do some really good stuff, so I don't know what's happened there. Character's uh, floundering as well. It's sad to see. It really is sad to see. Um then we get a brilliant video all about the history of Von Wagner and his manager. Oh uh, right, yeah. I love this sh- <laughs> I can't actually well, That's what it is It is shit, But I still love it Yeah I, uh, I've actually forgotten What the name of his Flipping manager is now Off the top of my head Wilborn It's Robert Stone Oh you got to see it From the beginning yeah. the I love his like um... <laughs> <laughs> So it, You know it's, They ran from the Both joined the performance centre And both being crap Basically um, the said, their words, not yeah. ours. And then those property of t-shirts. Oh, honestly, I hate them. <laughs> him finally now, finally opening up. Robert's down opening like, what's this? And uh, we've had them for like decades. 
The property of t-shirts, yeah. So like you the see hit- like the funk and dojo and the wearing uh-huh. them. And they uh yeah, they plotted the basically their entire history together, um, culminating obviously with uh God, what's his name? Not Von, uh, the other one. Oh that's Robert Stone. Uh getting his ass kicked by Bron Breaker and that bloody spear at uh, night one of Halloween. And Von making a save and bandage around his head, and then him <laughs> winning the match against Bron Breaker, of course, last week by putting him through a table, which was the Real quiz, as you've both said. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they're best mates now. What a, what a fantastic story. And uh, they watch this. They're watching this backstage, and we cut to them. And they're like, so, look at look at us, huh? Hmm? Who would have thought it? Basically what they did. Uh, and Vaughn's like, what? What's that? Rubbing his, he's rubbing his scar. He needs to tell him something. But Stone says, ah, don't worry, I got it. Uh, Vaughn says, I'm fine. The head thing. I'm, f- I'm fine, Robert. <laughs> and he gets invited to Thanksgiving dinner at the Stone Households. Von Wagner is very excited. Oh Von Wagner is very excited about the pasta with the sausages. Two, he wants double sausages. Yeah. Doesn't he? he wants double the amount of sausages. Yeah. Hold the asparagus. I, 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 asparagus. It's like you know when like they do the whole the WWE trail off when they get a promo and they go, <laughs> yeah. oh. <laughs> Von Wagner's was I eat asparagus. Asparagus, I eat it. <laughs> that was it. It makes my urine smell, Robert. <laughs> it's even worse than urine. <laughs> Thanksgiving's next week. I didn't even realize this. Oh, God. So we get to immediately preview this on the on the preview next. Oh, I, think, get I think we might be pressing that button next week. All going well, of course. Stone family Thanksgiving. Tony D and Stack's party, Stone Family Thanksgiving. There's barely anything left on this show or anything Two else. Two separate family celebrations. Oh. oh, my God. Boy, I love this. What's the? What's that? Why is he rubbing his head? He's I not recovered, has he? He's no, not. no, no, no. I would like to give thanks, but it is a concept rather than a gift. <laughs> Lots to look forward to next week. Where's my sausage? I'm sorry, Vaughn. My wife is still cooking. Is she promoting a wrestling show? Mackenzie's <laughs> <laughs> backstage <laughs> with Eddie Thorpe. Happy Thanksgiving. Mackenzie's <laughs> backstage with Eddie Thorpe. Where the bloody hell have you been, she says. <laughs> uh, he says, uh, beat Dijak, but uh, it took up some out for me mentally and emotionally and physically and all that. Needs a time to recharge, but I'm back. I'm ready for the Iron Survivor Challenge. And then the boring bastards walk in. Gulak, Dempsey and Bourne says, you're not ready. Let's go home. <laughs> and he says, I've never been broken. Charlie says, Charlie Dempsey says, that's because you never stepped in the room with me. <sighs> so probably get that next week, probably. The useless bullies. How's that a character? Uh, nah, nah. <laughs> uh, oh, Andre Chase leaving the building. No title, of course. Uh, and he's just completely attacked almost by reporters. No comment. Chase drives up. Get in. And they drive off. Just all leads to next week. What's going on next week? What's going on? What is going on? What is going on? Speculate away. Uh, and then we get 
a goated vignette just reminding us how great Iron Survivor is, basically. Yeah, good. Skip it. I watched it, watch it on half speed, not double speed. So <laughs> I want to enjoy it in the penalty box. I wish I was the penalty box. <laughs> Why do you like it so much? It's ju- it's the yeah, best it a, new match type of the last five years. No, it isn't. Yeah, it is. No, it isn't, yeah, man. It is. It is. I know you've just been a dickhead, but it's... They, I'm, not, I'm not rising to the... Point. You, I'm Agreed to it's the, anarchy in oh, the friggin' yeah, arena, yeah. man. Agree to disagree. I prefer this. Uh, well, this is the... So we both can agree on. JBL's an arsehole. He's picking the um, participants next week. Proving ground, IMO, for this year's Iron Survivor, because the first anarchy in the arena match ground. was gutted. Second one, not so much. Second one was great. Pretty good. Had his moments. Oh, you're talking about, you're talking about Anakin, Anakin Arena. Arena. Yeah, yeah. Watch it again. It's been a single bad Iron Survivor match so far. Anakin Arena, bit of a wobble. Uh, main event time, Baron Corbin versus Wesley. Uh, this is uh, pretty boring. Yeah. Uh, I did it's like... Not the, not the comeback I wanted for Wesley. The, what, is that, has it got a name? Corbin's new, I'm going to swing you around by one arm and take your head off. It's No, it's not his burn the ships. No. No, I don't know. He hit a deep, deep six on the floor to take us to a break uh, after Wesley was doing Wesley things early on. Uh, yeah, and then so he hit separate ways in my head. <laughs> comes back. I tend to uh, daydream when Corbin's in the ring. <laughs> Corbin missed a charge, went into the post. Wish you live. Lee hit a drop kick out to the floor. Uh, six, one, nine around the post. Drop kick gets a two count. Uh, double knockdown. And uh, Lee goes to do a big dive onto the outside, but he doesn't hit Baron Corbin. He hits Dirty Dom because he was out there and uh, both yeah. ate Wesley, etc. Uh, Wesley's like, what the hell are you doing here? Beats him up, goes back in the ring, immediately gets hit by the end of days. One, two, three. Corbin decides to beat him up even more after the bell. Um, and uh, the NXT world champion thinks this is not very entertaining. <laughs> comes, <laughs> comes in to make the save. Uh, but I love him as the guy that jumps out of you at the corridor if you dare to go to NXT. Like his words just so he's allowed now. Yeah. Imagine, how awful would that be? Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Dragonoff, man. Ilya Dragonoff is the absolute ultimate epitome of I need to leave work. Oh my God, that one's leaving at the same time. <laughs> oh my God, they sometimes get on the metro at the same time as me. My old place. I told you there's someone. I was like, oh, nah. <laughs> they were both had this thought process, but it's kind of rude to, you know, Oh, no. Every day. <laughs> Every day was pain. <laughs> 12 minutes with Eagle dragging off. Like, oh, oh, <laughs> then it's 22 because the Metro's pinished. <laughs> Absolutely pinished the time we had Metro line. Mm. The Pine and Pier Petro. Oh, God damn it. Uh, Corbin beat up Dragonoff, stood over him with a title belt, and Dragonoff has crawled over, grabbed a microphone, and says, Dragonoff? I felt like you at dead. Delane. Deadpool? Yeah. I get it. With Wesley, I do. Uh, obsession with the North American title, Dominic Mysterio, all that. That's where his business is and all that. I'm just not really into it. I think he just sort of come back separate from it completely. Mm. He's having the, like, this wasn't like exhilarating or anything, but Wesley's bits were good. Mm. He's still Wesley. Like, he was at the start of this year, he was the most consistent on NXT by miles. Yeah. Um, so I understand that he probably thinks, oh, that North American title division was in my name and now I want to claim it all back. And I just don't really buy it. Like, I think he's. Ascended beyond that. And uh, to be honest, the same with Ilya Dragunov and Baron Corbin. So I feel like it's done. I'd like to see Ilya Dragunov defend the title against somebody a bit more within the NXT world rather than this Baron Corbin bonus run. Baron having. Corbin's pretty boring in the ring. Yeah. That's, I mean, you tell like it is on this podcast, so that's how it is. I think they just realised. How it shall be. 
they've got the uh, NXT version of the Royal Rumble, and they've never put a huge title match on the Royal Rumble because you're buying it for the Royal Rumble, and you're buying it for the Iron Survivor Challenge. Yeah, so. true. <laughs> you're buying it. Like, I'm going to drop my 50 bucks on that one. And peacock. <laughs> peacock. Anyway, uh, let us know your thoughts on everything we've discussed today in the comment section uh, or on X at WhatCultureWWE. Uh, watch there, you can follow all three of us. You can follow Michael Hamflet at... Michael Hamflet. Follow Michael Sidgwick at... M. Sidgwick. Follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at WhatCultureWWE and make sure you subscribe to what Culture Wrestling wherever you get your podcasts from. Uh, for daily wrestling podcasts, the uh, AW Dynamite preview is available right now as a podcast. Uh, and we'll be back to review Dynamite as both a video and audio podcast tomorrow but for now this has been the nxt review my thanks to hamlet to sidrick to stacks thank you for joining us and we will see you soon small details are big surfaces tight corners are odd shapes flat rounded textured or tall whatever your next project there's a spray paint pattern that's just right because rustoleum's new custom spray five and one gives you control with five different spray patterns so you can tackle nooks crannies edges and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 